Shay's Heart fam, how you doing today? Today I feel refreshed. I feel renewed my mind. It's just where it needs to be. Today I want to encourage you to continue to move forward. I know that things happen in life where we question its reasoning. We question we question why things are the way the way it way it is. But everything happens for a reason, and that thing that that you may be concerned about today, let it go. Why? Because that thing is weighing you down. And if you've ever held a glass for a long time, it's going to have a little weight to it. It doesn't matter how light something is. Over time, holding on to something, it has weight. And that weight can cause you to feel heavy and burdened. And I believe that today God is calling for us to have the mindset of being light and moving forward sometime it it lightens our heart and lightens our load but that's the shade verse today just move forward let go and trust god and just be light today let your mind let your spirit let your thoughts be light let your let, let let it be light like like as the sun and let it be light like weight. That's Shea verse today. I hope that you're motivated. And even if you don't listen any further, I hope that this really bless you on today. If you choose to continue to listen, then today I'm going to be speaking about sweetness or a thing called compassion. When it comes to having compassion, we have to consider a couple things with compassion. Have you ever have have you ever been really really sweet to a complete stranger, but you're mean to your partner? Well. That's what I'm here to talk about. I'm here to dig, just dig deep with this thing and and to ask the reason why. See, it's easier being sweet to someone you don't know, someone you may never meet again. 
But sometimes it's harder to be sweet to someone that you live with, someone that you know, someone you hang out with, someone you care about. But what does it mean to be compassionate? Is an adjective. An adjective describes a verb. That means it's usually action. Well, it's describing the action that's that's happening. And compassion literally trans it literally means to feeling or showing sympathy and concern for others. A synonym or some synonyms are of the following pity, sympathetic, empathetic, understanding, concerned, caring, sensitive, tender hearted, soft hearted, warm hearted, gentle, merciful, lenient. Tolerant, thoughtful, kind. And of course, we've heard those words used in a sentence or two or use those words concerning how we treat our parents, how we treat our children, how we treat those around us. But what I don't understand is why are we so mean towards our partners? And I think over time... Things build up. See, just like in the beginning of the segment, I, I'm remembering something with my youngest daughter. And it was even something on YouTube. But she personified it more. She was holding a cup in her hand. Well, no, it was a bag. It was a bag. A food bag as we were going in the house. So, of course, it was, we traveled from the car to, to the house. And she was like, this thing is heavy. And it was a very light bag, believe it or not. I think it had to set some bread or something in it. And bread is pretty light. And for a 10 or 11-year-old, I'm trying to see which one held the bag. She complained the whole time by holding that, that piece of bread. That bread. Like, that thing ain't heavy. It's just bread. But to her, it was heavy. Why? Because she, to her, she had to hold it more than a couple minutes. It's been other examples of things they've, they've done or had to do where they've had to learn a little bit about weight. And I purposefully make them or enforce that rule. Like, if you're going to eat, you're going to have to carry a bag. So they can understand that nothing is for free. So for all those parents out there, if you are a little hard on your your child or your children or your pet, or even your plant, because, you know, every parent is not just, a parent because you have a physical child, but but if you do have a physical child, this helps. Sometimes we have to do things to teach them right from wrong and teach them a little something about gratitude and teach them something called responsibility. And I'm grateful to be able to do that. So,
she learned a lesson that day that their bread really was not that heavy. But the longer she held on to it, the heavier it became. And I believe just like just like the example on YouTube, it was a guy or a teacher. He asked for a couple volunteers. And of course, with the volunteers, it was one or two. And it was this one particular student that really wanted to be a part of it. So he said, of course, I'll, I'll go ahead and volunteer whatever you want me to do. And this teacher gave him just a water bottle with water filled to the brim, never opened. And he held on to it for a couple minutes. He was like, okay, you know, like it was nothing. But the longer he held on to it, that five minutes, those five minutes turned into 30 minutes. 30 minutes turned into like about an hour. That light water bottle turned to what may have appeared to be a boulder. And I believe just like that water or anything we hold on to, I think that some parts of the relationship, especially the romantic ones, we hold grudges. We keep reminders of wrong or the things that someone may have done in the past to hurt you. We may bring up old conversations that was supposed to be resolved. Maybe someone said something. So maybe someone didn't answer the phone or do something. Or maybe yesterday's problems pour, is pouring over into now or today's problems or today, today's victories. I don't know. But we hold grudges in relationships. We do. And 1 Corinthians 13, 1 through 13, gives us the vice of holding no record of wrongs. And I always wonder why. Why would God want us not holding the records of wrong? Why do God want us even to, to even remember, to forgive and forget? See, we live in a society that says, forgive but don't forget. And I live by that for, for a long time. But as I get older, I recognize why we should forget. Because it's in the remembering that we bring we bring things up or resolve problems or issues that are no longer there. Things that don't exist. And the enemy could, could actually creep in and contaminate that and make it make make it something that it really isn't. It can make it an issue. And it's not. Have you ever just been arguing or disagreeing about socks or maybe something very small or minor? Then that person brings about something somebody said a month ago, something that has nothing to do with that, and that's an issue that was resolved, and you begin arguing about that, and then you stop to think of one person like, hold on now, we already resolved that. Why are we talking about that? What does that have to do with this? You know, and where there's chaos, usually the outside enemy is somewhere, lurking somewhere, trying to devour someone's relationship. And that's where the enemy operates. And he operates in chaos and problems and, and misunderstandings. 
And a lot of times when we hold on to grudges, we'll hold on to the memories. It's almost like mental pictures of what happened. You know, even emotional pictures. Because emotionally, our mind, emotionally, our feelings take photos of how that event made us feel. That's the reason why we can we can actually have access to our to our unconscious and subconsciousness. And that's usually where we actually have those dormant feelings, things we press down, and those things turn into other things. A fellow podcaster or if something I heard on the radio, and it really, really, really touched my spirit. So I'm going to share it. He was speaking about grudges. And the way he described it was so magical. So he was he gave this illustration of this sandwich. And this particular sandwich was wasn't eaten, but you put the sandwich underneath your mattress. And you leave that sandwich. It doesn't matter what kind of sandwich. But you leave that sandwich underneath your mattress for a couple days, a week, couple weeks, a month. And let's say two months down the line. Or even five months down the line, eight months down the line. Let's say a year from having that sandwich underneath your bed. Is that sandwich edible? How would that sandwich affect the smell in your room. Sure, it's going to be some kind of type of smell that you can't put put a finger on, but it's going to linger. And when he said that, it really touched me in, uh, in such a deep way. Because I'm thinking about all the things that I've remembered in my head about what my partner, my partner have done. and One partner has done and and what have been done in the past, I look at it like, why do I keep records around? Why am I remembering? Why, why should I remember? Why should I remember what he did? To have receipts? To be petty? And just like that sandwich, it's unresolved issues and problems that we suppress and emotions and feelings that we don't express because over over time, those things become something else that it really wasn't originally created to be. And if we don't speak, we don't speak on things, we don't deal with things early on, they pretend, they eventually fashion to other things that's that that will ruin that will ruin a relationship. And sometimes what by the time you revisit that thing, what happens is you you are over the relationship, you're upset, you're bitter, you're aggressive, you don't want to listen to anything they have to say because now that that one thing turns to five million things and it connects with other things that have happened. So when there are issues in a relationship, it's best to talk it out. It's best to communicate about it. It's best not to shut down and become dormant and to, you know, push that person away or, you know, you may need a little time to process it, but don't take too long because 
You don't know when next time you may see them. You don't know what may happen to them. You don't know what events may take place. And every day really is a new day. And when I look back on all my relationships, especially the ones after the divorce, I I look at how the things that happened kind of poured over to another relationship because it because it was unresolved and I didn't and I, and I never spoke about it to them, not knowing that I would never see them again. So I suppressed it. And once I began seeing what I would call red flags, I brought up to the next guy as if he was the originator of that problem. And it manifests itself in so many ways. So I think it's very important to note that things that we hold on to, the wrongdoings, how, how that person made us feel. Because, see, it doesn't matter what somebody do or say. But it matters how they made us feel. Because someone could say something sweet. Some people some people say something, something nice. But it still could affect the, someone in a deep way, even though that's not your intention. Unintentionally, you hurt them. And that's the reason why it's so good to apologize. Even if you feel as if you're not wrong. Because you don't know how that person feels. You can't tell them how to feel. And I, I've spoken on feelings. I've spoken on a couple of things I'm touching on now. But I think it's so important to really write down in your notebook or whatever that talk that out. Or if someone felt offended, they never really talked about it. Because you always have a one partner that is more passive. They really don't. When they get upset or if someone don't like confrontation or if someone is both partners are, are they don't like confrontation, they would tend to push down the problem and, and just to avoid it. Or if every time you bring up the bring up that thing, you're going to get an explosive reaction. Nine times out of ten, they're not going to bring it up because they don't want any chaos. They don't want any argument. Arguments going on. When argument to happen. So it's very important to discuss things in a timely manner and not let it fester like that rotten sandwich. And just imagine the sandwich being like a steak sandwich or a pork chop sandwich or or turkey sandwich. Have you ever smelled bad meat? Oh. And I think I think that really was something that kind of drew me to be to being vegan. Like meat and how it smells when it spoils. It's so bad. <laughs> but meat, when it goes bad, don't smell too good. It really don't. And imagine bad meat being underneath your mattress and you trying to figure out the smell. And and the crazy thing is you, you may be able to smell something that's off, but you don't know what it is. Like something's off. It's a bad smell, but I don't know where to identify it. And you begin smelling and sniffing and looking under things and like like taking off covers, taking the covers off of your your furniture, pillows, and you begin looking underneath the bed and look, smelling the shoes, but you can never identify the smell because it's something intangible. How do you solve an intangible problem? Something that you can't see, something you can't touch or taste. So let go of grudges today. Let, let go of what they did, what they said. How you feel about this is yesterday. Let yesterday problems be yesterday problems. And I think that so many times we hold on to things. 
long. And that takes away the sweetness of your relationship. That takes away the honey. It's like honey is to fruit or honey is to other things. It takes away the sweetness. Have you ever tasted honey? A dip, your strawberry and honey? Oh my gosh. Y'all, the food in me is like, yes. Because honey tastes pretty good with anything, especially with tea. I'm a big tea drinker. So anyone that knows, like, I love, love, love tea. So honey, it's a sweetener. Now, I do have conflict about tea. I mean, about the honey part, excuse me, since it is an animal. But I can say that's something I actually would still use as a sweetener. I'm still looking for other alternatives. But honey still is like the one of the best sweeteners, period. You can use it on your face. You can use it as a humidifier. So honey is very beneficial. Even it's something called manuka honey. It, 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 acts, it, it acts as if it's cough syrup. Don't you know that? It's like different. Oh, if you get local honey when you're, when you're having sinuses, they help. Honey is very medicinal. So honey is more than just good to the taste, but it's good for the body. And I believe over time, we lose that compassion and sweetness for our partner. We become more tolerant. We become nasty with them, and we don't want them around. Our happy, or our good mornings turn into nothing at all, or you don't get those sweet text messages. You don't, instead of the lingerie, you get the nightgown, or instead of the the fresh-smelling boxes or the black or red boxers or the, you know, the sexy boy shorts, you, you get the raggedy, you know, grayish, the white beater that was white that's been in the washer too long. You get that. You get the you get the least. You get the leftovers of that person's frustrations. And you become one of the reasons why they're so frustrated. And you are sitting here trying to figure out why are they so frustrated? How can I be an answer? How can I be a peace for them? But truth be told, sometimes People struggle with things, those internal things that it affects the relationship. You can't do anything. What do you do then? That's where prayer comes in. Because prayer really is the only answer to anything. And knowing that the creator, God, Jesus, knowing that they already know everything and what was going to happen for creation for you were created for that thing was a creation for that problem was created. They already knew that the answer was already solved. But so many times we step in and try to be that peacemaker, you know, and we hinder and block that person from growing from the experience. But sometimes some people deal with some deep things. Deep, dark things. Some Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Domery type of deep things. And you you don't understand and you don't recognize and realize that it's not just about the relationship. Sometimes the relationship may trigger those things. And people hold grudges from childhood and they get mad at this type of woman or this type of man because this woman type of man riding them or the man that molested them or raped them. Or you have different roots and, and it's like we lose that compassion and sweetness in relation in relationships. We forgot we for, like 
Men forget to be romantic. They forget that women like flowers. Women like compliments. We love compliments. Men like compliments too. They love, love, love compliments. Let him know how he smell and how he turn you on and how you like this color and go shopping and I like it. I like your eyes and lights up with with the gray. And don't let him be real dark skin. Like real dark skin guys, I don't care if he's considered attractive or not. Like gray or like a red or burgundy always look good on him. Really, really dark skin guy. I don't. I don't know what. It, maybe it's just the type of guys I've dated. Maybe, but they look. I have never seen a dark-skinned guy look bad with a gray, with a gray or a burgundy or red shirt. You know what I mean? I'm just saying it. It kind of bounces off of their skin, like like red clay or you know dirt. You know, you know, like because when the closer you are to the color of the the dirt or anything, it like those colors that's in the dirt or clay, it looks really good against melanated men or melanated women's skin but maybe it's just me but i, I don't want to go too far into a rant on that but that's a whole nother segment <laughs> but i just want to encourage you and your partner to rediscover the joy in your relationship rediscover the love and the passion and how you used to flirt and how you used to kiss just because of how you used to get new perfume or new cologne just to smell different and you know those different pheromones are going on and it's heated and you know random sex in different places and just it's really just allowing how allowing that relationship to flourish but so many things can weigh down a relationship doubt disappointments letdowns children responsibilities People going through season in their lives, and those things can take away that honey, that sweetness. But honey is a very healing agent, and some people's relationship need to go through a whole intervention. So be sweet to one another, compliment one another. If you haven't said "I love you" lately, if you haven't asked them how they're doing, send a sexy photo, a selfie, send a nude. Do whatever you have to do. Just do something different. Show them a different side to yourself. And you'll be amazed at how someone will perk up, how a man will perk up just for you just saying he's handsome. He's beautiful. You like his haircut. Oh, don't. I'm telling you, I don't know what it is with guys and their haircuts. If you compliment a guy his haircut, oh my gosh. They just blush. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I don't know <laughs> if you just or if you touch their arm and they flex their muscle. Men like to, men like the same thing women like, and I think as a, as a as a woman who's growing and learning about men, like overall, it's amazing the things that guy that a basic guy no matter what caliber he is or age or background and what he likes is similar guys like to be touched and caressed and and like like for you to touch his arm and you know for you just let him know that you feel safe and i think sometimes we forget the simplicity of relationships because you know we get into the complicated relationship goals and try to be this or be that but 
overall, let go of grudges. Let go of those things that may stink up your relationship. And I want you to just want to leave you with this nugget. Like, what areas are stinking in your relationship? Is it something personal with you? Is it them? Or is it something outside of the relationship? You know, what is stinking up your relationship right now? Like, what issues may be underneath the surface? What do you need to talk about? It doesn't matter how long you're in a relationship this. Even if you're not in a relationship at all. Like, what relationship is stinking to you? What relationship... Like, like, what thing is causing you to smell in your singleness? What thing is causing you to be held back? Or what thing, what thing do you, what thing or things do you let go? This weighing you down. What grudges do you have? This message hits on many different levels. It doesn't matter if you're married, single, divorced, widowed, having fun, having situationships. It doesn't matter if you are confused, you don't want relationships anymore, you're bitter, it doesn't matter where you are. This message hits home for even a child, even a plant, even an animal. Because when you have feelings and you have empathy, you want compassion. No relationship will be good without gentleness. And especially for the fellas, like it's so important to be gentle towards your woman. If you're gentle and loving towards her, you're going to see the best of her come out. And ladies, if you show respect and gentleness towards him, you'll see something magical come from your relationship. But I hope someone said, it. And I hope that your relationship will be strengthened and encouraged in God, and period. But remember, out of the heart flows the issues of life. Shay's heart.